Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey y'all, this is episode 73 of Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz. I'm happy to have you. I'm always happy to have you. But I want to kind of start off today's episode right away talking about the kind of episode that I anticipate this to be. So I recently shared on Eco Chic podcast Instagram page that I've been a little stifled or I've felt a little bit like creatively put in a box lately when it comes to the podcast. And about a week ago, I sat down and I recorded an episode where I just kind of like really dumped out a lot of thoughts and feelings that I had lately on just the world of sustainability and sustainable living. And there are still a lot of things that I'm working through. So whether it is being low waste or being plant-based or just trying to live more mindfully when it comes to my choices, there's a lot of things that I'm still working towards and I don't always have all the answers. And so I never want to feel like this podcast is just me talking into a void and preaching, quote unquote, like preaching my thoughts to you and giving you information. I want to go out and empower everyone, but I also want to make sure that this is a conversation. And one of my greatest like prides, one of the best compliments that I can hear is that A, that I'm a resource to you, but also B, that you feel like you know me. And that's something really cool because I've said this before, but podcasts are very intimate. They are a one-way conversation, you're getting to know someone's language and mannerisms, and you hear their voice every week, and it's something that you feel like you really get to know a podcast host, and I know that's how I feel when there are podcasts that I listen to really regularly. So with that, I wanna really like emphasize that I want this podcast to be a conversation, and that's something that I've struggled with lately. So I'm going to go ahead and start sharing episodes where I like to just talk a little bit about my personal life and make this a little bit more personal. So I've always wanted Eco Chic to be like totally about the science and about sustainability and climate science and just encouraging those really educated and influential conversations in your particular life and like helpful and valuable. But it's also important to me now at this point, over a year into podcasting, that I want to have a place where I can also feel creative and feel honest and be authentic with y'all and be really raw and be really myself. So that's what I hope these episodes to be. If you don't care to hear about my personal opinions and my personal life, you do not have to listen to these episodes. They are by no means going to replace like the regular Tuesday episodes or replace any other like purely educational episodes that you will be hearing from me. But I just, I want a place to just be myself and be really open and honest and feel like I can really have that conversation with y'all because I do feel like you're really my friends. I mean, now it's 73 episodes into it. I feel like you know me and I feel like I know you. So 
with that, I want to just kind of like kick off this series with something that I've struggled with a lot lately. So first, I want to preface the idea that Sometimes people feel like if they're low waste, they also have to adopt the trend, quote unquote, like this environmental feeling of minimalism, that you don't need a lot of things. And I think that's great and like to each his own, but I am not a minimalist. I am totally not a minimalist. I love, not necessarily like I love having things, but like it's hard for me to get rid of things because I also am a millennial woman where I like having clothes and shoes and things in my home, just like knickknacky things or furniture. And I don't want my house to feel like stuffed with things, but I want to feel comfortable in my space. And I don't think that I would be like totally comfortable in a really, truly minimalistic space and a minimalistic lifestyle. So I'm not a minimalist and I'm totally okay admitting that. I mean, I'm mindful with my choices, I guess I want to say. I'm mindful with my choices and like what I bring in and what kind of brands I support. But anyway, with that, I want to kind of bring in this concept of clothing. So I want to lead into this idea that like I I like clothing. I mean, like I'm any other 23 year old girl. My biggest problem is that I love bags. Like I love a purse that matches an outfit or matches a pair of shoes or just like really gives me that extra little something, something to like clean up an outfit and just take me to the next level. And I love that. And I, I really just enjoy cycling through bags in particular. My sister is a big shoe person. I'm a bag person. So we're like a really nice Mary Kid and Ashley duo of closets. So with that, one of my things that I struggle with a lot is vegan leather. So one of the things with bags, one of the things that I struggle with a lot is leather. There are a lot of great options for leather that is not animal-based. So leather we know comes from cattle for the most part. And I don't want to be contributing to buying leather from a regular brand name store because I don't want to be contributing to that animal cruelty. And I don't want to be just supporting brands that really put animals in that light. So I don't want to not practice ethical veganism, if that makes sense. So ethical veganism is the idea that while you are eating plant-based for animal reasons, you're also supporting brands that are like cruelty-free. So that could be like buying green or vegan makeup or just different things in your life when you have the option to buy cruelty-free, that's what you opt for and that's ethical veganism. So Ashley Piper, the author of Give a Shit, actually talked a bit about this on the podcast like right when it started and I can link that in the show notes if you're interested in listening to her explanation of ethical veganism. But essentially, so like I try to practice ethical veganism as often as possible. So what that means for me is also just like trying to steer away from leather, which is really hard if you're someone who's like really interested in bags and also shoes. Like think about the amount of shoes you have that are like leather strappy heels. So with that, I also want to think about vegan leather. And there's this one bag, I wanna share this story. So like I said, this is gonna be a more personal episode. I have this one bag that's like a super chic, tiny black vegan leather bag. My mom got it for me and I'm like obsessed with it. It's so cute. It's like very like high fashion meets suburbia because it's functional too, like my wallet built in there, but it's really cute. So anyway, I love this bag and I about a week ago wore this bag out to a party. It was like the kind of party where you're kind of just like hanging around, like casually drinking. You're not like, it's not a rager, like no one's going wild. And I was kind of just like standing around holding my bag. And first of all, I like pull out of my bag this metal straw. I'm drinking like one of those seltzer can things and I'm wearing lipsticks. And so I obviously had to also be carrying a straw because like if you're wearing lipstick, you need to be using a straw if you're drinking out of a can. So anyway, so I pull out my metal straw and then someone's like, oh my God, you must love the turtles. You're so environmental, whatever. And I don't know a lot of people here. I'm not trying to like draw any attention to myself 
So I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I just, you know, I like a straw. I like a metal straw when I'm drinking out of a can. And then everyone's like, oh, okay. And then someone else is complimenting my bag and they're like, oh, how cute. Like, I love your bag. And I'm like, oh, thanks. It's vegan leather, which is like so natural to me. I think it's kind of like one of those things where when someone's like, oh my God, I love your dress. You're always like, oh, thanks. It has pockets. It's just like a natural reaction. So this girl complimented my bag and I was like, thanks, it's vegan leather. And then she has like a friend with her and then there was like a boy standing in their little group. So someone in that standing group is like, oh, what is vegan leather? Like, I've never heard of that. Like, what is vegan leather? And then I had to think about it for a minute and I was like, actually vegan leather is plastic. And I went ahead and looked this up afterwards so that I could give you guys a really honest like review of what vegan leather is. And it actually happens to be that yes, vegan leather for the most part is made out of polyurethane, which is a type of plastic. So when you say you're buying vegan leather, you're actually just buying plastic that's made to look like leather, which I've known this for a long time and it's something that I've always really struggled with, which is like the topic of today's conversation. It's, is vegan leather actually any better than regular leather? And then this conversation is going on, this girl's saying that she's never heard of vegan leather and the boy kind of, he prompts the conversation as like, oh, if it's plastic, what are you gonna do with it when you're done with it? Like, can you recycle your purse? And I don't think like by any means was this person like coming for me. Like he wasn't like trying to start a fight. He wasn't trying to bother me, but it was something that I like inherently felt like I had to defend myself. I had to be like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I bet you could recycle it at a special facility. Like I bet like, you know, I had to like make excuses for why was I carrying this vegan leather bag? And like, did I have a plan for it? And I just felt like I had to have all the answers in that moment where like, again, no one was like trying to fight me or come for me or anything. But I felt because I had already kind of pulled out my straw and like talked about my vegan leather bag, I needed to just say like, yeah, I'm not trying to be cool and trendy with this environmental thing. I like have the answers to things, which is something that I really struggle with too. But anyway, today's conversation is about vegan leather and this like catch 22 that I feel like with vegan leather. So again, I think that the best option for my particular issue, someone who really likes bags and someone who has a hard time coming to terms with vegan leather would be just to buy real leather secondhand, which is awesome. It would be to thrift a really nice purse that I really enjoy. And I think that that would be a really great compromise to all of my issues here. But my biggest issue really is like, if I'm buying vegan leather, is it actually any better than buying regular leather when I'm thinking about the environmental backing of it? Is it better to be contributing to animal cruelty and contributing to the environmental impacts of raising those animals purely for leather? Or am I just kind of like patting myself on the back for buying plastic in a different form? I have a hard time with this because it's like, I don't think I can actually recycle that bag at the end of its life, but it's also something I know I'm gonna have for a really long time. But because I'm gonna have it for a really long time, like does that mean that I should justify the purchase for environmental reasons? I, I really don't know what's best. And it's something I think about a lot because like I've kind of come to terms with vegan leather. Like I continue to buy it because it sounds cool and it sounds trendy and it sounds like something that I should be supporting. But I actually don't really know if I like it and I don't really know if I'm like okay with it. I don't know if vegan leather is something that we are all just buying into again for like the trendiness of the eco movement, this like eco fashion, eco chic movement, so to speak. And does it really make a difference in the long run? And I haven't looked up the stats of like vegan leather versus conventional leather for environmental reasons. I haven't really found anything that compares them purely for environmental reasons. So like if I was vegan just for animal rights reasons, I would obviously choose vegan leather. 
But I also have problems with the plastic industry. So anyway, that's all I, I really like wanted to get out today. Like I said, I have like a lot of things that I want to share and a lot of things I've been struggling with in the environmental world and transitioning into a more environmentally conscious lifestyle. It's really a journey. And I say that with like a lot of belief in the idea that like if I'm just practicing every single day, just being a more environmentally conscious person, I will get better and I will become more at ease with my choices. Again, vegan leather versus regular leather versus just buying pure leather secondhand or even just like food choices or things like that. I have a hard time with other things like in the ethical vegan world. So that would be like buying cruelty-free makeup. I don't always check. I mean, like, I want to support a brand that says that they're vegan and cruelty-free, but if I'm just, like, at a Sephora or at an Ulta or something, I'm not going out of my way to, like, make sure. And there are probably other parts of my life that I haven't even thought about ethical veganism in. So, like, homewares or my driving habits, transportation habits, like, I haven't thought about all of the different angles that I could be better And I think it's really a journey. So I think this purse thing is just like a fun way to start the conversation for myself. And with that, I think I'm just going to like wrap up this episode. I feel like it was a little bit rambly, but if you appreciated it and if you like really resonated with any of this, I would love to hear some feedback. If you enjoy these like personal style episodes, I would love to hear some feedback. I'm just like a little bit nervous about this. Like I feel vulnerable and I feel like I'm really putting myself out there, like giving you my pure thoughts and emotions, but I would love to get some feedback because these are probably experiences that a lot of us have and probably experiences that a lot of us struggle to come to terms with. Because like the vegan leather handbag, there are probably plenty of things in your life that you're like, is this actually doing any good? Or am I just like buying into this green trend? It's great that people are buying into it, whether they truly believe in it or not. But the idea is just like, there are probably lots of things that we can talk about and relate to as just like regular women living in 2019. So with that, I'll just wrap it up. If you want to get in touch with me, please do. Instagram's always the easiest way. Make sure you subscribe so that you always get a notification of when there's a new episode. And I'll talk to you guys very soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.